Thank you, Captain. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Kyle's Canoes. My name is Brandon. To my right, Kitty Cat. And to my left, Marcos. Marcos. I'm a little nervous. It's my first time. Uh, it's all right. We'll you can be, be a gentle. virgin. Please. Well, Cat will be gentle. I probably <laughs> won't be. It's fine. I just want to say um, I've only met Brandon for about 10 minutes. I've known Catherine for about 10 years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on. Let's talk about you, bro. Yes. Uh, so, Marcos, where'd you grow wait, up? No, wait a minute. No, What's that supposed to, talk to that, mean? That's supposed to be an interview? No. Like, wait a minute. What's that supposed mm-hmm. to mean? You've known me for 10, 10 years. <laughs> you know me. So, am I lying? Yes. Well. What do you mean lying? <laughs> <laughs> She's tigering. <laughs> Go for it. Speaking okay. of uh, Carol Baskin on Dancing with the Stars, by the way. What? Yeah. <gasps> She's going to be on it? That's yeah. Nice. Yeah, swear to God. Okay, That's celebrity cool. gossip. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> get, get back uh, into it. Let me, I, let's I didn't talk about to. you, sir. Uh, <laughs> where'd you grow up? Here in Tulsa. Let's talk about all of us, man. Yeah. I mean, um, no, nah, dude, I was born in California. Cali, which Los part? Los Angeles. L.A. Yeah, but then I moved here when I was ten. Okay. So I feel like I'm more Oklahoman. At this point, yeah, you have to I be. I am California. Yeah, you're two thirds Oklahoman. You know what breaks my heart recently? Huh? Everybody's escaping California. Well, yeah. It's I guess expensive. getting a bad rep. I, I mean, was like. I believe that. Don't talk shit about the motherland. <laughs> the <Okay>. motherland. <laughs> yeah, because that's my, that's my motherland. Like, when I go back to California, like, I always feel, like, relieved. Like, oh, my God, this is where I'm from. Like, I, that's the only time that I get a sense of pride. Do you still have family? Yeah, yeah. There? I was just there uh, recently, um, last year. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's good times, man. But before we, like, get deep into this thing, I just want to say, Catherine, remember last year when I ran into you? At Quit Trip, yeah. I just wanted like I wanted to start off by saying I'm so sorry for being a dick that day. I was Please a t- don't dude. apologize, <laughs> Brandon. As soon as what I, happened? no, I was a total dick. No, he wasn't. Tell me it, wasn't on, it wasn't on purpose. No, I, I knew. No, it's Fire I should have. Let's hear this. What'd it you was do? a weird. Did you, did you try jacking gonna, something out the store okay, and he no. caught you? What happened here? No, okay, we'll start talking about it. But uh, preface to everyone listening and to Brandon. Yeah, um, yeah you're good. Don't start crying. Don't get trigger warning. Yeah, yeah, it's a trigger warning. But yeah, so like, I, so I go to Quit Trip, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I think I was getting a snack or something. And I think it was your daughter or your boy. I can't remember. It might have been. But I remember kids. she was holding like her baby in her hand. Mm-hmm. My son. Or on her, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. just carrying him. And she sees me and like every t- every t- every time I known her, she's always uh, had a big smile. Yeah. So she yeah. sees me and she's like, Marcos, bro. I was just like a dick. You're like, I, I was what up, like, bitch? No, I didn't even say that, man. <laughs> it was just more like a. Mm. Oh, yeah. you didn't give her the a yeah. word. I knew exactly who she was. I was sober. I was everything. Like, well, just having was, a bad day. Well, so like a year and a half ago, like my girlfriend died. Oh, yeah, man. Like it was like tough. Mm. You guys were engaged though, right? No, but we were getting ready to get engaged. Yeah, like it was like kind of at that stage where we're like, mm. you've been talking about it. I I had seen that, and I mean, like, I feel like it was like that, either earlier that week or like a a couple days before like you'd posted some pictures or something yeah. with her and it was just like as big of a shock to me when i saw you in quick trip i just like instinctually like i was yeah. just like hey man like how you been <laughs> yeah. and you were just like I, bro, I was not like, good i was like dead like i yeah. saw her i saw I like that. i saw the light in her eyes and i and like if she looked at my eyes she saw the darkness it, that's precise yeah like she saw the darkness and Damn. i remember it's true i remember she was like 
I laughed and it clicked in my head. And yeah. I was like, God damn it, I should have fucking said I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me just say right now, right. I'm sorry. Nah, man. No. I was a dick. Nah. But, nah. but I like, knew it was, it was, I knew you were in a fucking way different yeah. boat in yeah, life. Rough, it's still like rough. on a different river. Yeah. I knew it. I knew don't even hold any kind of thought yeah, about might, it, okay? I might cry. <laughs> Let, let's move on to happier stuff. Let's talk. No, man. I, I think yeah. that's the point, right? Like, we can talk about it. But, like, her birthday was just this past Sunday. Mm. Not Sunday, Saturday. And uh, I just. Did I you ha- do anything fun? Yeah, man. Because I think I'm kind of, like, finally turning the, the tide. Mm-hmm. I saw your like, post on Facebook. It seemed pretty optimistic. Yeah. Like, last year's was horrible, man. Because it was, like, the first one. So like I just spent all day crying. I spent, like I remember I bought her a cake and like it was the most depressing moment. Sure. Just lighting these candles and like no one's gonna blow them, mm. no one's gonna blow them, you know. So right. You know I was just like s- sitting there watching the wax drip from the from the candles. I'm just like, why did you do this? Like why did you mm-hmm. put yourself in this position to buy her a cake and knowing she's not gonna blow them out? Right. So that was last year. This year, man, I went all out. I was having a good time, and like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, I don't make mean to make that sound insensitive. Celebration of life, though. Yeah, man, like I was dancing, um, not like romantically, but it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, hey, like you know, like a little two step, mm-hmm. because like I don't want to, I don't want to repeat last year's every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was like kind of like looking at it, like man, she's gone, and there's nothing you can do. But what you can do is turn this day of her celebrating her birthday into something that you can carry on right keep celebrating it for her yeah yep. man mm-hmm. so when when i woke up it, it felt weird because it feels like you're in a in a dream but then you you realize like oh no it's not a dream you're awake like it's her birthday and she's not here right um but i ended up going to like uh her graveyard or cemetery with her right. little brother mm and uh we know you know you do that you talk to her and mm-hmm. you know you say like you know what you wish you could tell her if she was there in person mm-hmm. um and that was kind of like the only moment that it really got like sad mm. like once i left like i hugged her brother and i was like hey man like don't forget like this is why you and i are still here like we gotta treasure these moments like right we gotta you know understand that that's gonna be us one day someone's gonna be talking to us mm-hmm. in the graveyard and until that moment comes, we can't lose perspective on mm-hmm. who we love and how we love. Absolutely. And uh, he was crying. You know, he's 15, and mm. it's sad for That's him. That's hard. It's sad for him because, like, the last thing he told her was, fuck you. Oh, shit. So, like, he has this regret. And it's like, how do I tell a 15-year-old, like, you were just mad. It's okay. Like, Right. You know, yeah, because it's hard to forgive yourself on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, no matter what I tell him, mm-hmm. like, he's just like, I'm a piece of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. The last thing I told my sister is, fuck you. I, I hate you. Mm-hmm. And But it was just a sister and brother argument. Right. And I, you know? And, I like, I feel for him because the last thing I ever told her was, I love you. Like, right. I'll call you when I get off of work. Mm-hmm. Like, my last words was, I love you. Yeah. So it's, like, the complete opposite with her little brother. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyways, not because I don't want to go too deep in that. But yeah, the yeah. point is, like, that was kind of like the only sad moment. Mm. And then, like, this was around like midday. And then after that, man, I was just like, I'm not gonna let this day be defined by my sadness. Yeah. It's like I'm not gonna 
go back to my room and cry and then blow out blow out the candles to her birthday right. cake wondering why she's not blowing up like i'm not gonna do that this year yeah so i went out and got like her favorite food and i ate all of it i don't care <laughs> 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 and uh and then i got you know the cake and i was just like i love you like mm-hmm. i'm sad that you're not here mm-hmm. but like when i posted that post on on facebook it was because like i really do carry her with me everywhere i go like i really do mean that like mm-hmm. i'll be in the car and i think of her and of a joke and i just laugh i'm like like i heard it for the first time mm-hmm. like i'm like oh my god like two years later you're still making me laugh you know right and uh man it, i don't want to say like in a bad way but like this experience because i don't want her to may be like sounding like she was a sacrifice for my own sure personal gain right right but her death honestly has made me a more empathetic person right it's made me I a, believe that. a kinder person and i think i could have gone like the opposite because when you saw me at quit trip like what did you see you probably yeah, saw yeah. you're like i don't know this person yeah i mean you've always been like so jovial and like you know, mm. as quick as I am to hi, like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Like, you're just right there, too. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you go from, like, being what you describe to now being dark. Right. And, like, I was just like, man, like, that's not something that I want to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And it took me, like, probably, like, until probably right before right before COVID hit. I was kind of like all right, something's got to change, you know, because I was Mm -hmm. doing therapy before that, Mm -hmm. but it it just wasn't clicking. Like, I think to me, the only way therapy works is if like you find the right person. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be someone that's licensed. It literally could be like us three right now. This could be like therapy. Like it is. Yeah. It it absolutely can be. Yeah. Like, like it's not who knows the most. It's like, I think to me, therapy is like who you're most comfortable with. Right. To a certain extent, because obviously you can't get too comfortable. Well, it's 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 a lot of thinking of it like uh, there's a lot of locked doors with a lot of things behind them. Yeah. And, and finding, you know, the buddy to go into the dark room and see what happens is For a whole sure. different thing. So I definitely, you know, it, it, it's a tough scenario anytime you experience a personal loss like that. There's, yeah. there's not an easy way back from it. But like you said, mm-hmm. um, finding the right ways to cope, finding the right people to talk with being open about it those are those are major aspects to to really move past it um and you'll never fully get over it but you can acknowledge it and you know be able to right. let go of some of it and that's that's the biggest uh, yeah i gotta find it. the person who said who qu- created that quote it gets mm. better with time because mm-hmm. i want to kick that person's ass yeah it's not true <laughs> <laughs> fair fair it doesn't get better with time but i but i do think that like it gets easier to cope yeah with time yeah. because like you start transitioning from mm-hmm. heartbreak to just like mm-hmm. man like yeah the stages was, of grief yeah because man i was bitter at first like if i saw you with chris and your kids i was probably like fuck you like right what gives you yeah. the right to hold his hand and i've you know and i'm just like yeah i'm a good person like why don't i have that mm-hmm. and, I, and then it was just it started becoming toxic i believe i it. would never take it out on people i was always keeping it to myself because I, I would never in my worst state yeah, I would never go up to somebody and be like, "Hey, fuck you and your family." Right, right. Like I would never do that, but in my head I would. Yeah. In my head I'd be like, 
fuck you, motherfucker. Yep. You're going to get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're thinking of? Yeah, because, like, I was bitter, man. Because, like, mm-hmm. man, I love this girl to death. Like, mm-hmm. no pun intended. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love you, baby. No, no pun intended. <laughs> See, we can Lord. laugh about it, though. We can laugh. Back then, I couldn't laugh about it. So let's let's jump more into, uh, you know, the other pieces of, of what we brought you on here for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so what was your first job, man? What did you do uh, get into the career life? My first job? Yeah, way uh, back in the day. I was 15, and I was cleaning trucks. And cleaning trucks? What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, like, uh, like, uh, like trailer trucks. Like, we would, like, detail the inside and outside. Okay, like tractor trailers? Yeah, or? it was kind of like a summer job. I hated it, man. Yeah? Yeah, I worked with my Ugh, dad. Hot boxes. Ugh. Yeah, it was a hot box. I worked with my dad, so I saw Since when did you hate hot boxing? Well, mine's <laughs> <laughs> the, the kind I like. You close the doors, keep everything inside. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Marcus, you got to open that door and fan it out. Yeah, whole yes. different ballgame. It was a bad job, man. It was a summer job. Yeah? What was your first real job, then, you think? Double tree. Double That's where I met you, right? The hotel. Yeah. yeah, I was there for five years, man. Oh shit! What'd you do? Uh, just like busboy and room service. Okay. So sixteen. Um, okay. Sixteen to twenty-one. So you were there for a hot minutes. So that was your first real, real job. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're when you're sixteen and you're you know growing through twenty-one, you you grow a lot as a person. Usually, you see multiple jobs in that time frame. Why'd you stick with the same same place for so long from that transitional period in your life? Because of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you still there when I left? Um, Doubtful. I can't remember. I, I left <laughs> in uh, 2016. 2000. Okay, so yeah, you were still there. Cause you started what, like 2010, right? Yeah. The one here in Owasso, was that right? Mm-mm. No, you worked at the one in Owasso. Was it a Double Tree? Whatever. What, no. it by? what is that? Lowe's? Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it was over there. Yeah. It was a Candlewood Suite. Candlewood. That's what's I got over into there. So much trouble. Yeah, I remember you telling. You were on a podcast <laughs> of that one. You talked about that. The candle with here? Yeah. 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 She liked to be. Candle hood. Right? <laughs> What'd you do there? Like house. Who? Uh, oh, so I no. <laughs> did overnight and I was night auditor there. Oh, like front desk? Yeah. Oh. And. Yeah. And I was security overnight. Me. You? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. They're like, listen, we got a crazy little redhead. Yeah. Right. I was listening. She's like five, one, hundred <laughs> pounds. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, back to uh, you. What what made you stick there for so long in that transitional period of life, man? I really don't know. It was maybe a really was, good Maybe it was community. fear. Fear? Uh, fear of my parents. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because like, right. not to go too much into that one, but like, dude, my dad was kind of an asshole. Yeah. You know? Right. You so, had to have some kind of job and don't, don't yeah, not have a job. So maybe, maybe that was it. Yeah. But I've always been kind of like consistent with holding a job. Yeah. Like, I've only had four jobs my entire life. Okay. And one of them was a summer job. Well, sure, yeah. The other three was... Uh, Long-term double stuff. Doubletree was five. Quit Trip was six. Heard that. And now this one is eight months. Okay. So... So I peak about five or six. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's jump over to the, uh, the, the life that is QT, man, because, I mean, that's one of those things that... Dude, fuck that job. What, right? Really? <laughs> yes. It's so crazy. Everybody always to me. says that it's like such a, it's so great for the employees, it was. like the employee benefits. It was. Yeah, what happened? Okay, so tell us your progression in in the quick trip. So, like, you started, what did you start out doing there? The very bottom. Which is what? Cl- store clerk. clerk. Okay. 
Um, that's you don't even get everybody That's the bottom. I would definitely want to be at the front, like, just ringing people the, in, well, that's getting them do. in and that's out. That's what you do. That's all I'd want to do all day long. That's, I'd be like, that's what, what you, you want? would consider a clerk. Okay. On pub five? A, a store. All right. See you later. That's all <laughs> right. I want to do yeah, all that, day long. Right. Yeah, that's a store. All right, thanks. That's a store clerk. Yep. But you See, wear, like, many hats in that job. Like. Yeah. yeah. Literally. You got to stock. You got to uh, take it. And no, like, you, not only. Bathroom cleaning. Like, yeah, you're cleaning. Power washing. Yeah. Did you work there? Fuck no. Oh. You just see him there. I mean, you know, that's like. I, listen, man, I spent a lot of you time in Quick like, Trip. You sounded like you worked at Quick <laughs> yeah, Trip. Right? Like, I spent no. a lot of time at no, Quick Trip. No, I just live near them all <laughs> the time on purpose. I, I always <laughs> tell people, man, I don't give a fuck where you're at. Like, I will happily drive an extra five miles to go to a Quick Trip versus some bullshit come and go. Dude, There's now no that I don't work question. there, I would drive five miles to go to a come and go. Yeah? <laughs> you're like, you're like okay. burned on it. So I've always kind of been, you know, a Quick Trip girl myself. Myself. And yeah, then, like, every single time, my partner, my husband, sorry, is <gasps> partner. I know Chris. it's because she's actually more southern. Chris. <laughs> my, my partner, my partner, giddy up. Uh, yep, I've heard so you do that. He's, uh, he's a letter carrier, right. and he used to carry in the neighborhood of like the owners. And we were sitting yeah, there, they're from Oklahoma, they're yes. from Tulsa, yeah, yeah. And I saw yeah. their house one day, and I was like, yeah, I would expect my beer five, money built that house. Five or six hundred stores at this point. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, okay. it's, it's closing on a thousand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Look, man, as far as like a business, like, man, I'm all about quit Yeah, they're like, killing as a it. businessman. Bro, you got yeah. customers coming in every hour. Yeah. Those doors don't stay shut for more than five minutes unless it's overnight. Oh, know? yeah. No, hands Constantly down. Constantly going in and out. Yep. But like for a culture as a person, like, fuck that. Yeah. Like if someone told me like, bro, you got to go back to Quitch, I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to so go be a garbage guy. Let's cleaner. talk about, well, I mean, the garbage guys get paid pretty well too, but what what is it uh, that changed? I mean, you got hired on. You stuck there for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. What changed? I thought it was going to be a career, man. Yeah. So what uh, I mean, I thought it so too because yeah. you left, you know, Doubletree and everybody was like, uh, oh yeah, Marcos is like, he's doing really well. I think it was like within two mm-hmm. years, you were like a like yeah. a manager and opening yeah. up stores and shit like yeah i was big time i was hanging out with vice presidents man okay so what happened uh so like i started off like the first the first year i got promoted in nine months so okay. like when i got That's hired on, when i got hired on like the one thing i do love about them is like anybody can be successful in that company mm-hmm. and all you have to do is work hard and show up That's and shave it. That's, That's why it. i don't do it Anybody oh, that can be good and that can anybody, be bad. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into why it's bad. But anybody listening, if you want good money, work hard. If you like to work hard, go work at Quit Trip because your life could change like that. Like I'm not lying. Like teachers work at Quit Trip. They're like, fuck teaching. I'm gonna be a assistant. Yeah, right. Well I mean, yeah, we don't pay our teachers so, for shit anyways. But. I didn't I didn't finish college. I went to college but I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. But man, I was twenty two years old making $62,000 with no college degree. That's pretty fucking good. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, I came from a broken family. Like, my parents didn't teach me about savings. Like, I bought my first house at 24. That's good. Yeah, I still yep. live, I still live there. And I, and the mm-hmm. only reason I'm, I bought that house because of Quit Trip. So, like, when I look at the house, I'm I like, feel you. when I look at that house, I'm like, you know what? It can't maybe, be that bad. Maybe I bash on them too much, but <laughs> they did. Yeah. I mean, they did give me the opportunity to mm-hmm. have money and buy a house and yeah. you know create something for me. Yeah, I feel that. But man, that when you're a clerk, so there's like different levels. Like clerk is kind of like, um, you only get like I think now it's like ten dollars an hour. Okay. And you, they're kind of treated with like care. So like if you're a clerk, 
mm-hmm. and I'm a manager, I'm not going to hurt your feelings. Right. Because I'm going to promote, like, we're a team, we're a community. Like, I mean, that's the, the right same thing page. to do regardless of what job yeah. you Yeah, but then once you become an assistant, man, mm-hmm. they're just, like, coming for your head. Yeah? They're like, why is the store dirty? Why is why why mm-hmm. are the numbers looking down? Why mm-hmm. are the sales down? It's like they just come after you, man. So, I mean, I, I don't know anything about the Quick Trip career, but I know I've GM'd multiple restaurants. I've done a lot of things in my life. Um, so I'll, I'll hands down say the people that, that I expect uh, to promote. And, like, if I have a high expectation for you, yeah. you absolutely better believe I'm going to bust your ass. Right. Like, that's not a question. And, and I don't know about quick trip culture. I'm not saying that's quick trip culture. I but, like, would, if you yeah. tell me I want to be a GM, I'm going to start treating you like a GM from day one. Yeah. Right. And that's that's because like if you can't handle the basic level stuff, then you sure as fuck can't be a G. Right. Right. So it's not like I'm not gonna teach you or anything like that. I mean we're gonna go through every bit of it. Um, you know, but if you say I wanna be a GM but then I catch you out back smoking every five fucking minutes, yeah, you sure as hell ain't gonna be a GM. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's you true. know. So I mean I I don't wanna say that's the case, but is that why you think that kind of thing happens? Or no, what, what do you see there? No, because, like I think they're like what they ask their employees to do every single day, mm-hmm. I think it's unrealistic. Okay, like what do you mean? they're asking them, like I don't remember the they had like five core values that they preached and sure. it was kind of like the everybody Com- has something like that. Yeah, yeah, like the Ten Commandments, like blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. But one of the ones that like yeah, mission seeing vision. it now, I'm just like, man, that's kind of unfair. Is like the biggest one was never be satisfied. So I, I, I agree with that, but I don't know how they implemented it. Well, so like. I agree with that statement. Yeah. But, like, man, one thing they're really good at is they have every... Kind of like, I think you were telling me before you mm-hmm. went live, like, the data analysis you did. Mm-hmm. Like, Quick Trip's got that down. Yeah. Like, they know... You gotta know your business. They yeah. know from, like, seven... They literally will know from, like, 7 to 7.30, we know how many customers we're gonna average. Yeah. We know what we're gonna sell. We know what we need to have ready for mm-hmm. them. Like, they know all that. Oh, yeah. And um, I used to think that was smart. And I was like, man, like, that is so, like, they know mm-hmm. exactly That's what proactive. they're doing. Yeah, yeah like, they yeah. have. <laughs> That's because the, the Doubletree did not set you up. <laughs> Your expectations were not yeah, that high. Yeah, like, they, they, they had that set up, right? Yeah, but, first time you see that, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. yeah, like, it was, like, very, like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, they know exactly who their clientele is. And I think that the bad part about that, though, is, like, Man, there was days where we were so understaffed and mm. it was busy as hell. Oh yeah. And that was a constant theme. We mm-hmm. were always understaffed, but we weren't about to we weren't allowed to complain about it because sure. they had the data to be like, "Well, maybe you just need to work harder." Mm. You know uh. what I mean? And so, the culture was the culture yeah. didn't the, so in theory like this data looks amazing mm-hmm. but then they're using it against you well so like and i find that as a downfall in a lot of places restaurants are notorious for that um is that you know they'll you, you'll say like okay i have a two-hour peak where you know we're getting our asses handed to us yeah you know but at the same time you know you have you what would i do find somebody to work that two-hour peak like you're not gonna find anybody to work mm-hmm. that fucking shift you know, so the question is, do you overstaff on the times when you don't need it, or do you understaff when the times you do? My opinion, I would rather overstaff. I can find shit for people to do. Yeah. But when you're looking at the corporate standpoint, they're going to go, no, you're no, going to understaff. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not going to pay somebody else to stand around. But it's like, we got shit to do. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's actually multiple restaurants I had that issue with is like, listen, for us to be successful when we need to be successful, 
I need fucking people here. Yeah. You know, and that's that sounds like it's the same thing. And that, yeah, it this, was every yeah. day, man. It was yeah, I believe every it. Every day, like, and then like, you got to work harder. And then like, by the time the rush is done, you're like, oh my god, I'm I'm yeah, exhausted. FML, I want to go home. And it's yeah. only nine a.m. Because <laughs> the because ru- the rush was from seven to nine. Yeah. And you're just like, uh-huh. what, what are we gonna do now? Like, uh huh. Now I gotta like find the third gear. Yep. And pro- prove to you that I'm gonna keep at it. Yep. Like it's. Restock, it's unfair. Clean up, let's go. It's sometimes it's just unfair what they're asking for because, mm. look, man, like not all of us can go top gear mm-hmm. for eight hours straight. Sure, mm-hmm. not like, and there's a few quick trip employees that can, but I'd like to know if they're on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> cocaine's Probably. a hell of a drug. Because like a lot of a lot of them, like a lot of the managers, mm-hmm. managers. I'm not bashing you. Some of you, I love you. Um, I made I'm good friends with some of you, but like a lot of them are like either like alcoholics. Oh yeah. Or they're, they they got some vice, mm-hmm. you know, that keeps them afloat. Absolutely. And, you know, I talk about that in general with, with uh, it's not just restaurants. I mean, any industry, when you have the, the roller coaster that is like rush to calm to rush to yeah. calm to rush to calm, um, you know, a lot of people have to supplement, um, you know, whether it be like, I, I want to be at the calm all the time. So you get high a lot or yeah. you have those guys that want to be at the top a lot. So they do a lot of cocaine and other, th- other shit yeah. to match. Um, it's hard for a lot of people when you're in that lifestyle. Um, if you're going up and down, up and down, up and down, yeah. you, you, you try to supplement yourself to match either the top or the bottom. Like right, right. very rarely do you see anybody actually, you know, like, Oh yeah, no, I'm cool with being crazy busy and then dead and then yeah. crazy busy and then dead. You like, can't. Yeah, that, you know. People, By the way, I'm normal and I have hobbies. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, like you just. Yeah. You, there's no way that that's possible. Yeah, and I was actually I was listening to his NPR. There was a guy talking about out of, uh, God, he was out of New York City. There was this big restaurant out there, and he was like this guy that had three restaurants, and then you know he started getting into meth and everything else because he was running three restaurants at the same time yeah. as like a single entity. He didn't have people helping him. Um, and he, everything crumbled, went bankrupt, everything because he was like, yeah, there was probably, you know, seven days straight. I didn't sleep cause I was on meth the entire time, but I was running all the restaurants at the same time. It's not like I was just, you know, whatever he was like, I was, you know, having to get high and then go. You yeah. Know? That's like a really good metaphor for like an employee there. Yeah. At Quitra because like, that's all what you're mm-hmm. like. Yeah. There's peaks where it's, uh, I know where it's slow. I get that. Yep. But I mean, I remember my first day of training, like my first day of training, in the company like it, the culture kind of already starts where they like pin you against another person mm, because competition they, yeah they trained like i was lucky enough to just the other person back down so like my week of training because i give you a week mm. i was just by myself so okay. i didn't have competition right but like I, my one of my like best friends he had a person and i was just like do you realize how unfair that is mm-hmm. and he's just like what do you mean i'm all like do you realize like they were literally pinning you against someone else mm-hmm and i'm like what are you gonna do like what would like what were you doing mm-hmm. when you saw him hustling what did you do and he's like why well, hustle too and i'm like they're already creating it there like they're creating this like mm-hmm. this narrative that like if you want to work for this company you're gonna have to hustle and you're gonna have to hustle mm-hmm. every day and i think like you should I, I think like anytime you work at a job if you're fucking lazy then it's probably not gonna go good for you Right. Okay. It like, doesn't matter what the job is. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like hustle is important for mm-hmm. all of us. But you can't hustle for eight hours straight. That's impossible. Right. And some people are like, Well, I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, I'm sure you can. Maybe you're a special breed. But mm-hmm. most functioning adults right. cannot go hard in the paint for eight hours straight. Right. You can do it in a day. Can yeah. you do it for 
Seven. Well, the the bad thing about and you that do job, it for sixteen. The yeah, bad thing right. about that job too, though, it's not only like quit trip, like telling mm-hmm. you, you gotta hustle and do these things. It's also the customers, and that to mm-hmm. me was the worst part, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh man, I, tell us dude, some of I, those. Dude, like... at one point, I really thought I was like, dude, am I racist? <laughs> 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 yes, like, cause like I hated every race. I like I didn't no, like no, no, despise no. them. See, I have this. Uh, Pat is the one that that I I pull this from every time. She's like, I'm not racist. I hate everybody equally. No fuck yeah, all like, y'all. It was like, like, I was like, I don't care if you were Indian. I don't care if you were white. I didn't even care if you're Mexican. Like people were just mean. Like people were literally like. I remember one time. No, I'm good. Thank you, bro. I remember one time, uh, I had a customer who got upset because I didn't have the cigarettes that she wanted. The what? The cigarettes. The cigarettes yeah. that she wanted. And she threw a fit, and she was just like, come and go would never do this. No, thank you, sir. She's like, come and go would never do this. So what did she do? Bro, she started throwing all the, like, because, you know, like, on the side of the registers, there's, like, little merchandise. Yeah. So she started throwing, like, all of, like, the five-hour energies, all the lighters, all because there wasn't any cigarettes of her choosing. She probably could have got a generic brand just to get the kick until they came back. But this is literally what it's like every day. So... You know, and so we have that child temper yes, tantrum. Yes, man. Everybody gets what's mad. What's his name that used to work at Bricktown and then also at um, Logan's? He was over there that is security now for Quick Trip. How common is the security stuff out there where most of them are at? That I don't know because I left like when they were implementing that. Oh, really? So yeah. Well, because like, I think they have like their own security guards now. Yeah, yeah. Like actual QT. A lot of them are plain clothes too. I uh I was leaving as it was happening. And the reason I left was, was like, I'm done. I was like, it was like. I was there when my girlfriend passed and I was only that I was already wanting to leave. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I was like, this is not a good environment for me. Right. And she was like, no, it's a good job, you know, benefits and all that. And I was like, okay. But when she was gone, I was like, I'm gone from this job because I'm going to end up killing someone. Cause I remember my first day back mm-hmm. after um, her passing, like 15 minutes into the shift, this like guy got mad cause there wasn't any sugar. And he's like, like this coffee is, or some shit? Yeah, he's like, this is it's like 7 in the morning. He's like, this is fucking ridiculous. How do you not have sugar? And he's like cussing me out. And I'm just like, dude, like, I'm heartbroken. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you don't know what's going on in my head right now. Right. Like, I just want to wipe this counter down and be invisible. Right. I've mm-hmm. had I've had times like that. I mean, yeah, it's and like, nothing, like, remotely And I'm just like, that's when I was like, I need to get out. I was like, yeah. I'm not going to have this guy yelling at me over something so stupid like, sugar mm-hmm. like there was packets but he was mad because it wasn't in, a in, cani- the in the canister oh. like he was mad because i'm like brother like perspective there's still sugar yeah you know so like when that happened i was like i gotta get out of here but like that's also like did you just give a notice or you were just like no nah, i was nice i was not no nah, man i would never leave on bad terms um i gave my two weeks and there's a few people that are like that were like managers like man if you come back you know you always have a place here and I do believe that, like, if I came back, like, they would be like, hey, oh, my God, like, you're back, you know? Right, like, right. Probably not after this podcast, because, like, how dare you talk about us? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> listens to it. It's fine. <laughs> but. Well, some people listen to it. Yeah, Brittany. But it's bad. <laughs> you. I don't, I don't listen to it. Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know, man. No one listens to it? <laughs> I'm going to just say it's crazy shit now. <laughs> Save that for the after hours. <laughs> right. No, but it's, it really, man, it's a toxic place to work, like. But again, if you want to make it to the top, just work hard and, and show up. So in that aspect, then let me ask, you know, so 
you do feel that it, there's equal opportunity for growth for yeah. people that oh, if, for if sure. you have the drive you can do it because there's some places for sure it doesn't matter how good you are fuck off you're staying where you're at well there is politics like you often mm-hmm. you can't ruffle feathers sure like that's any job though yeah. I, I don't know any job that that but do you think they were at least fair when you look at like promotions and everything else <sighs> depends on who you ask because I know I got, I know I got lucky yeah, yeah, because I knew vice presidents, man. Like vice presidents, were like promote him, <laughs> and like, then I, right. I got promoted like three times. I'm like promote him. No shit. And I knew they were skipping me. I knew what they were doing. Yeah. But if someone was giving you money, would you just say no? Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, you'd probably be like, all right, if you knew them and you had a little ra- relationship. So does my shirt color change or? Uh... <laughs> like if someone's handing you something and Same you know colors. that you earned it, mm-hmm. like you're not gonna say no because I was right. earning it. Uh, maybe I would have felt bad if I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, man, they're going to promote me again, these stupid fucks. <laughs> 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 but I was working for it, man. Like, I really right. was. So I was thankful. But they have, like, this promotion list, man. It's evil, dude. What do you mean? It's a promotion list. Like, you go on, like, they have, like, their own, like, web browser. Intraweb, yeah. Yeah, and it's off for, what's it called? Intraweb. Intraweb. I didn't know that. So there's, you know, internet, which yeah. means everybody gets access. Intranet is everybody internal. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a intro, private thing. In, intraweb? Intra. Intraweb. Yeah, so they have their own intraweb. Yeah. And, like, the only thing I ever saw people looking at mm-hmm. was their promotion list. So the way, do you guys, are you guys familiar with baseball? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with baseball? I mean, that's like yeah. the stick and the ball. Yeah. And so like, Quick Trip works kind of like <laughs> Quick Trip kind of works like a baseball tier. So okay. like, the major leagues mm-hmm. yeah, is like store team. manager. Right. The major league. So like, if you go play for the Yankees, mm-hmm. in Quick Trip world, you became a store manager. Okay. Or Kansas City Royals, whatever. Yeah, yeah I heard. Like AAA, like the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. that would be what you call a one A, which is like the first assistant mm-hmm. to the store manager. Right. I got up to 2A, and I was getting ready to be promoted to 1A. Okay. Um, so you're still a couple steps out, but... Not. Yeah, but I was, like, right there, man. Like, yeah. So I got to 2A, and 2A, man, I was making, like, $60,000. So, like, as a manager, I could have easily mm-hmm. been making hundred k. Yeah. You know, like, more than... Oh, yeah. More than hundred k. Um, But this promotion list, they made it public to everyone. Mm. So, so you knew where you stood, though. Yeah, so, like... It became very toxic if someone's on there for over six months, because hmm. that would happen. There was guys on there that were over there on it for over a year. Mm, that would so, be frustrating. Yeah, so imagine. But it's good you knew where you stood, though. At least, I mean, there's that. I mean, how aspect much, of it. Yeah, I but, mean, I'm not saying that like that's a good system by any means, but like, it. Can you imagine? Yeah. No, I can't imagine. If you're saying like, hey, I want to promote, but you're never on that promotion list. Yeah. You know, you're not getting promoted. Whereas you show up on it, there's a chance now. Yeah, but at what point does the turning point become bad? You're right, absolutely. That, that's the thing. I like I like the the theory of it. I don't yeah. think the execution would be ever well. I think I think they did end up changing like the date. Like they no longer showed how, how long you were on the list. Yeah, cuz like I mean, I knew a guy that was on there for like a year and a half. Yeah. And you saw that it that clearly like took a toll on him cuz he would come mm-hmm. to work and he'd be pissed off. He'd be like, "What am I what am I doing here? I've been on this list for a year and a half." I'm what's there, what's there up. what's there more for me to prove to you you know so mm-hmm. he stopped he's what did he start doing he started slumping he started uh, he no. started not caring as much because he's like this list is like mm-hmm. contradicting everything that i yeah. believe in you know mm-hmm. i worked for a furniture sales place and Fuck they had noise um it was commission based only mm. sucked i had one paycheck had no for hourly two weeks that was $71. Fuck. That is horrible. Yeah, and I'm trying to take care of a kid on this. Um, They had a sales chart and it was like they only put like their top 10 Mm -hmm. salespeople in 
green mm-hmm. and then everybody else was in red and they had like, yeah, psychology right there yep yeah. and they and had what, one I, side yeah. of it that it was like everybody's name was like written all shitty yeah and, like, like they're supposed to like and, make it to the green side yeah and mm-hmm. like those people i mean they would if you were on the wrong side of the red list like those people were <laughs> you got Asshole. the shitty job yeah. you got to go clean the bathrooms yeah. you got to go to you know like Fuck like you can't that. do that man you can't yeah i mean you know when you're when you're looking and then at it gets into your head too because mm-hmm. it's yep. like yeah you start once questioning. i was i was like oh shit like i'm in the red i'm mm-hmm. on the red side like and you start so every right? single sale that comes in you're like it absolutely matters yeah. please mm-hmm. please and then you know like <laughs> I could only imagine you. And then, like, I know. With your anxiety. <laughs> I know. It's like seeping out of my pores. Right. And people are like, ugh, I don't want yeah. any. Why do you so smell like fuzz. desperation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because that was I it, man. That, that list, whatever you said, that's literally what this list mm-hmm. is. And so, like, there's 1A, 2A. And then there's, like, they even had promotions for, like, overnight. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's that's fair to me. Like, there's a lot of people that would get mad, but like they do like what they call street hires, which is sure you know you, you go in and you pass a math because they make you do a math test, right? Which I mean, yeah, Smart. I'm all for that. You got well, like if you so like if you become yeah, but a it's cl- basic. That's only money for cl- math. that's for clerks though. Yeah, like money clerks, math though. You're like not, you're not it, doing algebra. No, like well, here's the thing. Like if you become an if you apply as an assistant manager. Mm-hmm. You have to be 21. Sure. And it's a harder math test. Sure. But, you know, obviously, I think they're just trying to weed out the good and the bad. Yeah. But, um, losing, making me lose my thought, dude. No, you're good. She's, she <laughs> wants more chocolate. When, uh, chocolate. Mm. So I was in the uh, grocery store and all the Halloween food. Or candy showed up. And oh, it was already out. Oh, damn, yeah. I've already gotten two bags of it. Dude, I can't believe it. Today. I can't believe it's September. Mm-hmm. Remember March? March like really did feel like ten years. Yeah, I know, right? But then now it's like, what the fuck? It's September. So let's get back to Quick Trip, and then we'll switch over to the the current life. So with uh, Quick Trip, when you obviously had you know new guys coming in, um, and you had to train them, all of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are where it's kind of make or break moments for a lot of people. Like, you know, I, most of the attrition in any job is like where people go through training and then get into the real world and they quit very quickly if they, yeah. they suck at it. Um, were people pretty successful coming out of training or was it like 50 50? No, 50, 50? no like, dude, they have a stupid system. Okay. They, they train everybody by the book, but doesn't, as soon as you get out of the training, you have like fellow co workers saying, oh, well, this is how you do it. Yeah, this, now that you're out of training, yeah, this is how you uh-huh. do it. So, like, it's just overwhelming for, mm-hmm. like, if someone, like, you, like, if you went and got hired today and you started tomorrow mm-hmm. and you train, as assistants train for two weeks. Okay. So. Um, Seems you, super short for me. Yeah, if you trained for two weeks on your first day alone, dude, you're not going to know what to do. Right. Like, even if they trained you because you're like, okay, this is what they told me to do. This Okay, like, I'll do it. And then the morning comes and the, the manager's like, why does it look like shit? You're like, brother, I just got out of training. Like, mm-hmm. I still don't really know what I'm doing. Right, right. But they don't care because they have to report to supervisors. Mm-hmm. And supervisors are like, what are you going to do to, like, get this person to to quit trip standards? Right. So, like, they have this pressure. And a lot of those managers don't know how to talk to their employees mm-hmm. because they are under so much stress 
from like upper management like right you know you got to do it this way you got to have it ready by this time mm -hmm. and a lot of like the the people that get hired on from like the, the I keep saying street hire I mean yeah yeah I get but you. you know like when they externally when street hires get hired on like within a month they're quitting oh yeah because it's too much like for the first two weeks they have somebody there a trainer guiding mm -hmm. them like holding their hand and then on day one like the manager's like why does it look like shit that's not all of them obviously yeah yeah but sure. like for the most part like from once they're on their own like they're hard on the man and it's like dude like you can't be hard on somebody that doesn't know what they're doing mm -hmm. their first day alone so a lot of them quit yeah so but, what kind of uh, uh advice would you give to somebody that's actually looking at qt like you know what looks like a good job there's a million of them i think i could do that what, what advice do you give them oh what are we talking though like are we talking like because there's a big difference man like are you wanting to be an assistant manager or are you wanting to be a, a store clerk? Because if you're a store let's, clerk... Let's say Kat wanted to, to start. What are you going to tell her? Okay, Kat, what do you want to be? Well, I mean, I already told you I, I want to be the clerk. I just okay. want to be like, hey... You know, okay, so if you want to be, wanna be a clerk, mm -hmm. so the difference between clerk and assistant, like when you're talking about like make it look sexy, mm -hmm. clerk, you're going to get more freedom. You're going to be able to make more mistakes. You're going to be able to like not you know work as hard because you're still like a baby in their eyes sure so a lot of clerks are like 16 17 18 19 20 year olds mm -hmm. okay. my kind of people yeah so like typically my those kind of they're gonna be more they're gonna be more friendly they're gonna be oblivious to the managerial mm -hmm. but they don't but state. they don't make a lot of money they only get ten dollars an hour after a year i think they make bonuses but it's not enough to like a family of four right right that's more just like a high school job and maybe a job after you know yeah. high school while you're still doing other shit yeah so like if you're gonna go in a quick trip and be a store clerk man i'm all for it like if i needed a part-time job i would do it yeah like i'd do it It'd be my last resort but i would do it <laughs> <laughs> uh but if you're gonna be an assistant i would definitely tell you don't call in because the moment that you start showing them that you're calling in they're like, oh, we got one, Johnny. We got a quitter. Time to get somebody else. Yeah, so, like, it, it changes, man. Like, mm -hmm. their mentality is, like, if you can't show up, even if you have, like, that's because I think you get, like, 10 sick days. And if you use one, you don't get that day back until the following year. Okay, so it's on a, that a same year day. rolling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, a lot of, like, <laughs> assistants would use, like, their sick days within, like, the first three months. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like, I'm losing my mind. Like they're asking me to do things that I like, I'm, I'm too anxious. Like mm -hmm. I get nervous, like working by myself, like sucks. Like, man, you know what the fucking shittiest thing? Hmm. And this is a pun. <laughs> You're good. Uh, the shittiest thing about working overnight as an assistant, dude, I was by myself. Right. And I was, my, my question was like, how am I going to take a shit? Right. The doors got, the doors got to stay open. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Like, it's a 24-7. Mm -hmm. I'm like, when are we supposed to take a shit? Yeah, like, and the moment that you step away from the counter. It's like, yeah. The, so I would tell. Gonna go I would. I, I remember I asked my manager, like, sincerely, like, hey, man, this is embarrassing. But, like, how do I take a shit? And they're like, try to figure it out, bud. The and I was like, what? You don't. I was like, what do you? So well, I'm just supposed to hold it in for, because those are like, if you're an assistant. Mm -hmm. You're working nine, hours, nine, nine, nine hours, hours, ten hour shifts. Mm. How am I going to hold that in for fucking ten hours? Yeah. So well, like, I mean, like, you know, that's that's one of those things, though. Like, I, I always talk about this. Uh, whenever you 
are going to be working any job, I don't think you should ever have a solo job in customer service ever. I don't think there should For be sure, man. any job. Like I used to work at uh, retail um, way back in the day, um, yeah. and it was at an office depot. Um, it wouldn't be uncommon when you get towards the end of the night that you would just have a single manager that would run the entire place by themselves unless somebody else is doing stocking overnights. And it's like, that's the people who get fucking murdered at the job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. You know, because everybody knows if you're working by yourself, like, that's not an uncommon thing. Like, there's yeah. nobody else fucking here. Like, this is the place I rob. Well, that goes back you know? to. Um, so the one by my house, there's one guy that works overnight. Where, and where's your house by? Uh, oh, wait, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. uh, she well, she lives in the richest neighborhood <laughs> because of this podcast. Uh, I don't know which one that oh, is, but but yeah, a whole lot um, next to the Quitrip. No, I mean I so I I go in there late at night because I get off Mingo. at um, really. bartender hours, you know. And mm-hmm. man, I don't know how many times I've been in there, and that poor guy has just like you have to pay for that. Yeah, and he can't do anything like yeah, they're just that's running another, out the door that's another with whatever thing. yeah that's another thing that's demoralizing is they create that culture but go ahead go ahead finish oh no like he he would just be like i, ca- can't, I can't leave this door yeah. mm-hmm. and you know yeah, but well, mm-hmm. it's like i mean that happened i think twice in the same week and i was like again and yeah. he was like i what it, what, what am i do? gonna do that yeah. goes back to what i was telling you about earlier about the data mm-hmm. where they collect it and they're like mm-hmm. Sorry, man. We're not gonna give you someone overnight because mm-hmm. it shows that you only average like fifty customers, and that we're not like. Yeah, but to me, like that's where like that's that's such a thing that like, you know, I'm more of the uh, the personal perspective on all that shit where I look at it and I go, nah, like I want my people to be safe, right? Like that's Body as far system. as that goes. Yeah, yeah, like even you know even whenever I did run restaurants and like I'll use you know the the chicken places as a good example. You know, it didn't take shit to close that down. We had five fucking items total. Right. Like it was, it took nothing to close that restaurant down. Right? It didn't matter. I would pay people to sit around till the other dude finished up the last piece of his work, make them clock out together and leave together. Nobody left by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that's because like I remember way back in the day, I had a job where we were leaving. Some punk ass kids rolled up with guns and robbed people leaving. Right. And it was nothing crazy. You know, like it wasn't yeah. like, do I think they really would have shot him? Probably not. Yeah. You know, but they had a weapon and they did mug my people. But right? see, dude, so like, from well, there on out, like it doesn't matter. I, you, nobody leaves alone ever. Like, but that's I think the way it works. Everything you're saying, though, I think you're saying it because like you're a human. <laughs> and what I'm saying I, they're and not. <laughs> no, no, what I'm and what I mean, what I mean by that is like. Yeah, you you have like a sense of like security for your people. Mm-hmm. You have to. Like, I think that's kind of like a core yeah. a core belief for all of us. Right? Yeah, it's like even yeah. if you're so, evil, there's somebody out there that you would still care for, right? Yeah. Like, but the as a business, as thing. a businessman, you protect baby Hitler. Yeah, question. like as a businessman, yeah. what you just said, I'm like fuck you. Yeah, I don't believe in that motto because yeah. your motto is gonna cost me money. Yeah, but listen, you know how and big that's your what house they are. is. That's you're telling th- me your house can't can't afford another. That's what well that's mm-hmm. that's what that's what makes them quit trip, man, because mm-hmm. like they get they literally do get the most profit mm-hmm. for the least amount of, yeah. of you know, people being staffed. I get it. So and it's horrible for them, man. So we're coming up on fifty minutes, so we're gonna jump into the current job. So you switched over, you now work at a bank. Yes. So tell me Dude, greatest you, job in the world. Are you a teller? Are you uh No, bro. I don't even work at an actual like what teller do you do? line. At a bro. branch? No, I mean I work at a branch, but what do you do? Um, dude, so, like, I kind of, like, handle, like, 
the what's your title let's go that route my can title you give me a loan no i'm I'm not in charge of money so um, <laughs> I, i'm like i work in what's called property management okay so essentially what i do is like um if a bank is like hey um one of the things that we do is uh we provide coffee for employees okay so if a branch a branch would call me or email me and be like hey like we're out of coffee can you schedule mm. somebody delivery? come out and yeah, yeah. so I, i'm like the guy that calls the company and i'm like hey this place needs coffee can you go drop some off and send me the send me the bill and they're like roger that so gotcha. so you you're the uh the guy that provides whatever needs to be provided yeah for branches so, yeah so like if i needed envelopes i'd probably call you if, yeah if, yeah like if, i would know what what you need yeah okay so out of curiosity i didn't know that was a thing i Me just neither. assumed whoever <laughs> runs the location like a gm or something would have you know the control to do that dude the boys got it good after being at quit trip yeah dude yes it's the greatest job i've ever had yeah yeah and i think it's like that because when dude i applied at that job just to like because when i left quit trip mm-hmm. i still had another part-time job so I left Quit Trip and then my part time job became my full time job. Okay, that was your that was your. No, uh, this was a different. Uh, this is another hotel. Okay. Um, I was a security guard. Gotcha. It was a trippy job, man. Yeah. That one's weird. I can see why like this whole cop thing is like blown mm. out of proportion or not. Cause, yeah. Man, when they give you a little bit of power, you kind of like sometimes you're just like, "Hey, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And if you didn't have power, you wouldn't have said that. You know, and it, you know, I have that conversation as well. The like the people that you want to be a cop often are not cops yeah you know yeah. but the people you're like god that guy would be a fucking terrible cop he's a cop yeah um yeah no i get you feeling that but one. yeah so i was a security guard and then once i like was telling you earlier like i started kind of getting back into like the rhythm of like everyday life mm-hmm. i just stumbled upon this job on indeed and i applied and i didn't think much of it i was like whatever man like yeah I'll fucking seems like it. a cool job like their description was like you know like handling you mm-hmm. know invoices and all that so I remember when I when I did my interview, she's like, the only thing that I really like, I'm asking for, mm-hmm. is someone that can self manage. And I was just like, okay, like, what's the reasoning behind that? Yeah. And she said like, well, I have so many things to do, and I want to know if I give you fifty things to do, you're gonna do those fifty things. Right. I'm not gonna have to come back and say, did yeah, you get that done? Did yeah, you get that done? Yeah, yeah. She's like, I literally am. She's like, I'm mm-hmm. not blowing smoke up your ass. I need you to do the job, and I don't want to worry that if you're doing it or not right the question yeah exactly it's i don't want to so when she said that i was just kind of like oh i don't know man like that's kind of pressure but dude as soon as i started doing it bro i probably talked to her like once a month like i see her every day yeah i say hi and all that but like she never asked me like did you get that done like she now she just knows like okay like he's gonna get it he's got this yeah and like dude like to go from quit trip where customers are constantly Mm -hmm. cussing me out pissed off because i don't have Mm -hmm. cigarettes pissed off because i didn't stock enough beer right pissed off because i put their gas in the wrong pump to go from that mm-hmm. to like having my own office money like dude like i never thought i would have an office job I right was, i was like man that's for fucking lazy people because <laughs> i had <laughs> and, that quitcher mentality and you're over here like i'm lazy people <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> but i had like dude it's, the boys I'm got lazy. it good man it's <laughs> yeah seven to four monday through friday hell yeah so, uh, i get an hour lunch break there you go nobody messes with me like are you guys hiring huh <laughs> not in that position i wish i wish more positions were out there like that yeah but maybe sure that's why not a lot yeah but like i really do feel like 
like everybody's always talking about like oh fuck i gotta go back to work on monday mm. dude when monday rolls around i'm like fuck yeah we're gonna work because <laughs> right. like i i enjoy it like i enjoy going to work like i enjoy mm-hmm. being there and i enjoy like i work with four ladies man this building has like 120 employees in it because there's five levels mm-hmm. and i work with uh four employees on my floor and they're all old ladies. Like we're all in the same department, and they're right. all literally over sixty. So you're like, so hey, like I'm Joyce, the he- we have another potluck Thursday. What's <laughs> Dude, up? Dude, I'm like, I'm like their hero because they're like, can you grab that for me? It's that too heavy. Oh, that'd be like. That's why you really got hired. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably for sure. <laughs> but he looks sturdy. <laughs> yeah, he looks sturdy. <laughs> yeah. So like a lot of like they just like they're the sweetest old ladies I've ever yeah. come across. And one of them is a Donald Trump supporter. And I don't care. She's yeah. cool as shit. Well. She's cool. If I saw her outside and she was just like like waving Donald Trump, I'm like, you go, girl. I'll see you Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but she's the sweetest person, you know? And um, I've never had that at any job. Like, dude, right. I've never had a Monday through Friday. Oh, yeah. I always had to work weekends. Mm-hmm. I always had to, like, work nights, mm-hmm. overnights. Like, dude, to know that, like, Labor Day's coming up. And you have it off. And to know, like, oh, I'm not going to go to work and I'm going to get paid for it. Yeah. Bro, like, I'm still, like, I, that, still trips me out because, like, mm-hmm. I've never been used to it. Yeah. And I don't have the discipline for that schedule. And what I mean by that is, like, dude, like, when I was, because I used to have two jobs, mm-hmm. I would have to, like, hustle, like, okay, like, you got to find what to eat. You got to pack your lunch. You got to do this. And now 7 to 4, I'm like, fuck that. Stop by McDonald's afterwards. That's it. <laughs> you know exactly your timing. Yeah, like. Yeah. See, that's. With restaurants, man, and that's kind of where I'm, I got out of restaurants was kind of that entire thing is, is like, I don't mind restaurants. Like, I was good at it, and I, right. I don't mean that to, like, <laughs> like, no, I, I literally, I operated well. I knew I knew the ins and outs, not really fucking complicated. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you got to bring people on. Hey, listen, you're working four to close. Uh, you don't have a lunch break. I can give you 15 minutes to go grab a bite to eat real quick, yeah. you know, but you're going to be eating the food that's here. Um, and you might get to buy it, you know, you know, whatever. Um, and it, it was, it's demoralizing in the restaurant industry. Yeah. Um, once I got out of it, man, and you know, I started doing my own thing again. For um, sure. It, it's money, man. It's so much better to yeah, be able dude. to just rely on you. Like I can, I have time for me. I can. Yeah, man. That's like know. probably the best part mm-hmm. is like I get off at four mm-hmm. and I will literally like now that I'm, you know, a lot more emotionally stable i would literally like seek out friends oh yeah and i'll be like hey man what are you doing like let's hang out and they're like what yeah <laughs> like, yeah dude i'm free after four <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah we ain't got time for that and shit. they're like yeah and uh but dude that to me like that dude that's such a blessing uh-huh like to know that i'm like got this monday through friday job hell yeah to know that i don't have to deal with screaming customers because like tellers they hated they hate that job Oh yeah, I'm sure they hate that job. They're like, "Fuck this job," mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to be like, "Sorry, bud, if you come to the fourth floor, that's the promised land." Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want, I wouldn't. <laughs> you don't want to share. Yeah, it's not that I don't want to share. It's just I There's just want not wanna, enough room. <laughs> I just don't want to be a right. Like I don't want to. I don't want to be glib, you know, and like mm-hmm. let them know, like. Yeah, that's the worst part. Like whenever you have it good, but you want to be all like, "Bitch, yeah. I got it good." Like your job sucks. Yeah, dude, like you can't dude, be that. Okay, guy. I'll say yeah. I'll say this because like I didn't tell you where I work at. I just said like. Like I just described the place, but dude, I know maybe this is a woman thing. I don't know. I'm sorry, Captain, but I know this sexist. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is not me being sexist. Maybe this is a company. I don't know, but um, there's a girl that worked there. She recently just got fired 
not fire. She she put her two week notice. Um, she was making uh, thirteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and she's like, she's not a teller. She's like mm-hmm. above them. Yeah. And uh, her kind of was like, she opens accounts. Mm-hmm. She uh, she kind of like goes through all the loops for you to do all this. Sure. You know. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, do you like the job? And she's like, no, I'm kind of hating it. $13 an hour is not worth it. Right. And then she's like, well, how much do you make? Bro, I had to lie because I felt bad. Yeah? And I was just like, oh, I make like 11 Bro, I make $14 an hour. Nice. It's, like, it's not it's not the most money in the world. <laughs> no, but, but it's... But the in- fact that this chick has been there for two years and mm-hmm. she's making 13 Mm-hmm. And I've only been there eight months and I'm making $14 an hour. Man, but I felt like that when I worked with you and you guys were like, I've worked here for this long and I only make this much. And I'm like, dude, I'm like averaging 25 an hour. Yeah, but like that was kind of like... like but the, I mean, that's bartending. Yeah, that's but see, that like you had like... No, come on. Yeah. You're a woman. Yeah. Like guys are going to be like, I'm going to score tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if I give her a 20, you yeah. know? Right. Like that, Keep I, trying. Like I can't argue with you on that right. one, you know? like Yeah, I was going to say like very it's different. rarely it's do, different. Yeah. do girls with good personalities make less than their male counterparts yeah. in restaurants. So. Yeah. so like that, like that to me, like that was one of the moments where I was like, man, just shut the fuck up and do your job. Like right? you got it good. Like $14 an hour to me, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not a lot of money because I was making – 60 like, grand yeah I was, yeah i was making like fucking yeah it's a th- I, over a thousand dollars a week yeah. yeah weekly dude we get bonuses every month at quick trip yep bro i was getting like net two thousand a yep. month yeah i'm like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. like to go from that like net mm-hmm. to like 14 dollars an hour yeah that sounds kind of shitty because mm-hmm. like my net now is like plus 800 and it's like every two weeks but like I'm so much like you're happier, happier. Like yeah. I get, I feel that because after so, I left DoubleTree, I went to another job, and it was way. I mean, my pay was like maybe half as much. Yeah, but I didn't have like there wasn't this pressure to like yeah. always be there. Like you didn't have to give up your holidays. Like right. if you had stuff that because I mean at DoubleTree, like it's twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 365. Yep. You're. We yeah. were open for yeah. Christmas yeah. and, yep, yep. and New Year's and yep. Mother's Day yeah. and like all that. And like, if I mean, my mom had a heart attack, and I was like, "Can I, I need some time off to go see my mom?" And yeah. they're like, "If you do, you're fired." Yeah, and it's yeah. like they Which hold it so against shitty. you, man. Yeah, I mean, and Dude. you're lucky that you've got a job there, and that's how they yeah. treated you, and like. To leave there and go to another job where I was like, I was making half as much mm-hmm. and it was slower pace, but yeah. it's just like to have that kind of relief and not have Absolutely. a manager who's holding shit over your Fuck head yeah, or man. like mm-hmm. making, I mean, that just like, that adds to the stress of it. You yeah. Know? Well, it makes you unhappy. Well, that's like, like you can't s- carry that forever, man. Right. You cannot carry that forever. Well, it's the same thing even like on my boat is that whenever I left the restaurant industry, um, I was a GM, I was making about 75 a year. Um, and then we were looking at, you know, the job I do now and, you know, it was definitely, it was quoted much lower than I make. I'm, I'm actually, um, commission and base pay. Um, and we were sitting there like, well, you know, they're, they're claiming it's this much. It sounds like, you know, my stress is going to be less. So and the yeah. wife is like, listen, if the stress is less. That's all that matters. Cause we're going to yeah. hours a week yeah, for uh, sure, man. Luckily, you know, switching over, I ended up making more than I currently did there. Uh, but even then, like the stress was, it's different stress, and that's the thing that kind of sucks. You yeah. know, is that like running a thousand things at once? And trading um, apples for yeah, oranges. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Traded apples for oranges. What do you mean by 
different stress? Like, can you kind of so? I mean, there's a bodily stress in the restaurant industry. I mean, literally, um, not only on your feet, like you are a quick trip, and you're having to pull, um, you know, a thousand different things at the same time. You, know, yeah. you got to worry about not just you know who's doing what. Like I was GM, so like let's put it in perspective. Um, you got to worry about the host stand. You got to worry about your fry cook, your line cook. You got to worry about how your actual grill. Restaurants you gotta uh, how many restaurants have I worked in? No, like when you were the GM, how many? Were oh, you? I just won the most last one. Oh, okay. But even then, you know, if you put in perspective, I mean, there's at least 10 to 12 different positions with multiple people in it each. So you're talking yeah. 24 to 25 people yeah. generally working for you at one time. And you have to know what everybody is doing all the time. Yeah. Right. So then if one person is fucking up, it's going to domino effect, right? Like yeah. if your grill guy is sucking, that means that your expo guy is going to be behind. That means that this table's food is going to be behind. That yeah. means that server is behind. That's too many hats, man. Yeah, you see how many things yeah. fall under that one umbrella. You know, so going from that. Did you notice you were becoming an asshole? I'm always an asshole. That was Like with that job, though? Oh, okay. No, I, I don't think I was actually an asshole. Um, the, the issue I ran into, um, the reason I wanted to get out of it is because the upper management above me didn't realize how fucking stupid they were. Yeah. And I say that pretty broadly. Since yeah. COVID hit, they shut down all of the restaurants in Oklahoma and Arkansas. They oh, really? they all went bankrupt. Um, and, like, I tried to explain to them that. So, put it in perspective. Um, oh, did you leave because of COVID? I left before COVID. Oh, okay. Okay. But I knew it was going to. I didn't know COVID was going to happen. Oh, you. I but... knew the restaurant was going down. Oh, okay. um, you know, it, It's being on the bow of the Titanic. Right, like, you're right. like, this bitch hey, is. Hey, guys, sinking. There's, there's a. There's an iceberg. Yeah. Guys, we're no, getting it's, closer it's, to the iceberg. We already hit the iceberg. Um, the were, you the, were you the guy playing the violin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, no, it was, so here's the situation, right? So, By the way, that's a heartbreaking scene. Yeah, now, as, right? an, as an adult, I'm just like, as a kid, I was But like, there's a different level that? of respect for those guys. So they're yeah. going out fighting. I don't think that fantastic. I've seen Titanic since I was like, I'm, I think I was 10 years old. And then I was like, I'm never watching this again. It's a fantastic movie. Watch it now as an adult. Okay. You'll love it. Yeah. Um, boobs. Um, uh-huh. But, but no, I could so, just look up boobs. I have boobs. I was going to say mirror. It's great. Yeah. Um, but no. So what ended up happening was this is that like, you know, we're sitting there. We're not superly like we're making decent, okay money per week. We're not doing anything right. crazy. Um, You're staying above water. Yeah. But then what's happening is they'll be all like, oh, we have this new menu that comes out tomorrow. Here's the recipes, but the food won't arrive for three days. Oh, so and you go. The quality was going. Down. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. No, like if you're not ready to launch this new menu, then and what the fuck are you doing? It. Hey, can I ask what restaurant <laughs> this was? Uh, off air, I'll tell off you. Air? Okay. Um, so then, like, you have that right, but then on top of it, we you, restaurants already run a, a razor thin margin. Like they don't have a lot yeah, of excess man. cash. I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, no, like, it's a razor thin. Um, so then what was happening is like, we would say, okay, so let's, let's just use easy math. Like, let's say we made $20,000 in a week, which it was more than that, but let's just say $20,000, right? Profit? Yeah. Or just sales? Profit. Yeah. yeah profit. Okay. Well, but then what corporate would do is they'd turn around and say there was an admin cost for $15,000 and they would have this other cost for another $10,000 and they'd put us in the red. Right. And right. then they'd say, oh, well, your restaurant is losing money. But you're like, we didn't lose shit. You guys took more than we made over the top of it. Yeah. And then you took my bonus away because of it. 
So like you're that you're, sounds sneaky, man. It was no, it was, it was absolutely. Sounds like somebody had a gambling problem. Well, it, I don't think it was a gambling problem, but what they were doing is they were falsely, um, basically putting out what they were actually making so that they wouldn't have to pay taxes properly. You know, but then they were also saying we were losing money so that yeah. we would, you know, but we weren't losing That's money. That's shady, man. You know, like, like what do you do as a manager? You you say, Hey guys, we didn't lose shit. Give me my fucking bonus. Like that's and that's why I ended up leaving. Was did you actually do that though? Yeah. Like did you tell him like, Hey motherfucker? I didn't say hey motherfucker. I was like, Hey, listen, you yeah. need to stop taking this excess cash saying that it's going to an admin cost that you can't fucking explain to me. If you can't explain the cost to me, then it's a bullshit cost. Right, like you have what's called a P and L, a profit and loss statement. So if you're, yeah, I know about that. Yeah, so if you have a P and L, and then there's a line on there that you can't get an explanation for, yeah, then that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, so that's why I got out of it. But, anyways, let's uh, wrap this one. Let's get into a final thoughts. There, that was beer, mm. uh, and we will we will talk <laughs> beer and uh, chocolate if we want to do another round or whatever. Uh, I think I think an after hours would be fun. We haven't done that in forever. <laughs> Uh, final thoughts. We always uh, just whatever we want people to leave with on this one. Um, I will lead off on this one. First off, thank you very much for coming out. I know thank this you. is a, a weird thing to do, especially. No way, man. I could literally go for five hours. But <sighs> I we, respect. We, we'll go for some more. It's fine. I respect, um, no, I respect everyone's. So time. yeah, the uh, the thing that I want to leave people with is that um, you talked about you know being long term in a lot of places and and what it takes to do that. That is such an undervalued thing to be able to actually put time in and actually see what happens. Um, yeah, and I, w- sure. I honestly want to commend you on being able to put in, you know, as long as you did it, Quick Trip, because I've heard, you know, obviously all over the gambit, it's a great job, it's a horrible job, all of that. But, like, obviously your ethic is, like, I'm going to put my time in, I'm going to work hard, I'm going to do it. You don't see that very often anymore. Yeah, yeah, thank um, you, man. You know, it's super easy for a lot of people just to be all like, well, this job sucks, I'm going to do a new job. This job sucks, yeah. I'm going to do a new job. Well, this job sucks, I'm going to get a new job. And they'll have... 25 jobs by the time they're you know 25 yeah. um so yeah, I, think, I know a friend like that <laughs> exactly we all and they're do. like they're, they're, and they're yeah. like what am i doing wrong i'm like bud <laughs> dude it's you like you don't want to say it but like dude it's you yeah. no you i know? say it i say it um, <laughs> but, i love them enough to say yeah. it. <laughs> yeah yeah you know so i think that's a huge thing so i absolutely want to thank you for that and then i want to tell people listen if the job sucks say something but but make sure you're doing it in a way that is constructive and is making change don't just be an asshole to be an asshole like come up with a plan i used to tell people all the time uh, whenever as a gm if you come to me with a problem and you don't have a solution you're just bitching right yeah. Yeah. so come to me with a solution so um you know with that kind of thing in mind i think that uh, is kind of where i want to end on that one for me uh cat final thoughts fire away um if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. God damn, I hate that yeah, statement. I hate that. Fuck, <laughs> Fuck you, get out of uh, here. My, my neighbor always says, if you see a need, uh, fill it. Need. Oh, that's from uh, Robots. <laughs> the, the, the Robin Williams little kids show. Like, yeah. fill, uh, see a need, fill a need. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love that statement, actually. Yeah, well, I, I mean. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, uh, no, have you never seen that movie? Which one? Just like if you uh, see robots something. Robots is what it's called. I robots? No, just robots. Oh, robots. No. Is that the animated one? With Robin Williams, yeah. No, I, I don't. I, oh, dude, I know that. So I know that. Like, if you show me the phone, I'm like, oh, yeah, but I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you got to watch it. So I think with that kind of sentiment, I just want to remind our listeners, like, wherever you're working at, whether you work from home as a stay-at-home parent or if you're, like, you know, somebody going back to work or you're trying to transition into this weird kind of, like, you know, work from home or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever you're doing, just uh, 
just try to do your best at it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fire away, dude. You get the final thought here. Uh, final thought. Uh, quit trip. I don't hate you. You just gotta change some policies, man. <laughs> there was a while there too, man, where like they were just promoting women because they're trying to get that like number. Uh, yeah, yeah. That number, like, hey, fifty percent managers are men, fifty percent managers are women. So I don't think it's a bad job, but there's definitely sometimes I'm just like, come on, you could do better. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have the opportunity, find a Monday through Friday, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, all jokes aside, though. I do think uh, that we are going through a tough time and uh, you shouldn't be trying to find happiness. You shouldn't be trying to find sadness. You should be trying to find peace of mind. Mm. Like, I think that's the most important. Like people like are always trying to find happiness. Like, like if you post something beautiful, like a friend will probably be like, Oh, why can I be like that? Why can I be happy? Mm. And it's like, man, like don't try and be happy, man. Be peace, be at peace with yourself, Mm -hmm. be at peace with your job. Like, if you hate your job, like, do something about it. Mm-hmm. Don't keep putting on that uniform. Like, do something about it. And that's what I that's what I hate myself about with Quit Trip. It's like, I waited way too long because I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to leave. But I was like, no, just stick it out. Things are going to change. Like, nothing changed. Right. So, final thought, find peace of mind. And when you do, come up with a game plan. Like, come up, like, again, if you hate your job, come up with a game plan. Like you said. I'm just a bitch about it. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. Thank you. Aww. Bye, you guys. Have-